listening to Pastor Terrence Richmond from LoveQuest International Church in Vancouver, BC. What? What? Would you have become of me had I not believed that I would see the Lord's goodness in the land of the living? Wait, come on, Bernadette. Who, who you? Who waiting for the afterlife to see goodness? Who wait until they cross the other side to see the glory of God? What you waiting for? It is here. It is now. It is present. It is from faith to faith. Glory to glory. What you waiting for? If you waiting to die to see glory? <laughs> Can you put it up in a TPT? TPT. Mm. I'm just making myself happy today. Stir myself up at all times. And his praise shall what? Continually be in my mouth. See how I call it? Say that again. My soul shall make its boast in my soul. Right? You got to get to a point where your soul is praising God, not just your lips. See, when your soul praise God, your lips can't stay shut. Yo, you, 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 you talk too much, Pastor T, because my soul won't leave me alone. Yet, I totally trust you. Forget all this right now. Because if you don't got this. That's how them lips stay shut. Total trust. Yet I totally trust you to rescue me one more time. Say one more time. One more time. time. See, see, see. Hey, one more time, 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 time. One more time, 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 time. I'm sorry, first time attendees, we just, we just like having fun. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Absolutely. One more time, so that I can see once again how good you are while I'm still alive. The Lord desires, man, this, this is so good, Morella. The Lord desires to rescue you. Why wouldn't you let him? Why play tug of war with the Lord? Yet I totally trust you to rescue me one more time. David had a revelation, although he was a, a, a man of trouble a lot of times. He had a revelation that no matter what he did, the Lord was still after him. And this was pre-New Covenant. He had a revelation that the Lord desires to rescue me and the Lord desires to prove how good he is. See, the Lord is not like us. Cut him off. Although in humanity, to preserve Lord in you, there's some cutting off you got to do. 
right? But a lot of times you are cutting off because the Lord needs room or place for that situation. You aren't God. He desires to rescue me one more time so that I can see once again how good you are while I'm still alive. This is super important right here, Veronica. While I'm still alive. See, when you think like this, you wake up every day with expectation. He wants to father me every day. So, so when you have trouble with fathering, maybe this interrupts understanding that he wants to father you every day. And instead of seeking your biological father for what you yearn for, you have a father awaiting you every day to affirm you, to comfort you, to provide for you, to keep you, to encourage you. If you fall, pick you up, pat you on the back, whisper in your ear sweet things. He'll even tell you you're fine. And you start in the morning in the mirror. How I look, Lord? That's who you should get your first stamp of approval from. How I look, Lord? You look good, son. Thank you. So then when you face, when you face hate, resentment, or re resistance, the Lord's voice, the Father's voice is always reminding you, it don't matter what they think, you are strong, you are smart, you are qualified. Mind, full, Nest. I thought that was a one-timer, but hey, I'm sure this week your mind was attacked. Oh, sound like Rick Ross over there. Oh. <laughs> oh. Amen. Mindfulness. What is what are you allowing to fill your mind? What are you mindful of? Is it the goodness of God? Or is it the challenges of life? I've come to find out that the battlefield of the mind is a real task. You can't afford to take off an hour of protecting your mind. You know how when you when you start panicking when you when you taking off too much at your work, you're like, I can't take off them days. I, I ran out of vacation. That's a word right there for you. Some of y'all done ran out of vacation from protecting your mind. You've been just chilling and being passive in life. The Lord says time to come off vacation. Because if any pressure really applied itself to your life right now, you would absolutely break. Any tragedy, any piece of bad news right now, the state your mind is, whoever I'm talking to, you could not handle it. You think you're strong because you're not being attacked. Being attacked by thoughts, 
versus being attacked by real life circumstances is two different things. You could sleep, you could eat thoughts away in the sense of comforting yourself to avoid. You can watch Netflix to escape from thoughts, but you can't escape a real life situation. And you don't wait till tragedy to start renewing your mind. You don't wait until uh, uh, being fired. You don't wait till uh, some bad news comes. You don't wait until a challenge comes. You don't wait till the hater comes. You don't wait. You have to make, make sure that your mind is stable. Say stable. Right now, what are you, what are you, what are you, what are, what are you allowing to fill your mind, to make a nest? Now, if something is making a nest, it probably has the potential to do what? Give birth. So the enemy or a thought is not coming to just remain a solo thought. Uh, can you put up James 1 church thing? 113. We got haha up here because we just going to make sure we keep laughing. Ha 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 ha. Check out this. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, sure, TPT. I promise you I'm delivered. <laughs> when you are tempted, don't ever say God is tempting me. Don't ever say God is putting me through this. For God is incapable of being tempted by evil and he is never the source of temptation. Oh, well, Jesus was tempted in the wilderness. No, he was proven. Being tempted and being proven is two different things. You have to be proven. Car before you drive it has to be proven. And before you step into your platform or ministry, guess what? You got to be proven. Next verse. He said, instead, say instead. instead. Come on, say instead. Instead, it is each person. Say, that's me. Say, it's not. Look at your neighbor. Say, that's not your fault. It's my fault. It's my fault. Say, it ain't the devil's fault. It's my fault. Say, it ain't your mess. It's my mess. Say, it ain't the devil mess. It's my mess. Because the devil, according to the word, is under my feet. According to the word, Jesus has defeated him. He has no power. But my flesh. Instead, it is each person's own desires and what? Thoughts. And the enemy knows your thoughts. Therefore, he knows who to assign to you. This is the realm where familiar spirits roll. Well, you push my buttons. Why are the buttons still there? Turtlenecks. Take them off. Take them off. At least don't have the same buttons. At least graduate to gold buttons. 
platinum buttons, metal buttons, like at least have different buttons. Upgrade your buttons. That drag, look, and thoughts that drag. You. You, you see where you supposed to have your mind on a leash. You are supposed to, your new man, spirit man, should have your soul on a leash. The reason why Jesus has come, traded, traded you for him, gave you his spirit. You are a new man, a new woman. And so you could deal with this lost soul via the word. The words that I speak are spirit and life. There is no profit in the flesh. I want the whole cake, the whole cake, whole cake. No. New man, no. See, that's what fasting does. It exposes your soul. And it gives your spirit, man, it fortifies your spirit in such a way that you can literally change the pattern and trajectory in your life in those 40 days. You're thinking. And he says it drags them into evil and lure them away into darkness. You can see the process happening. Wherever those thoughts enter, whether it was a picture, whether it was something you heard, whether it was something you tasted, whether it was something you experienced, it births thoughts. Those thoughts are are intended to drag them you into evil and lure you away into darkness. Next verse. Evil desires. You see this. Thought turned into desire. A thought turns into desire when you don't deal with the thought. Good or evil. Evil desires give birth to evil actions. I don't just have sex on accident or because I was drinking. I've been thinking about that. And because I didn't deal with the perversion, when the opportunity presented itself, I was too weak to resist the temptation that came from my thought, not God. I had the thought, then I saw a movie, and I seen a picture, I seen an advertisement. I was walking the Foot Locker past Victoria's Secret, mannequin. Oh, Pastor T, don't they? Mannequin. See, see, look, perversion is perversion. Mannequin. Sometimes mannequin even worse because it just stands still. <laughs> evil desires give birth to evil actions and when sin is fully mature it can murder you it can take you completely out it can cause you to be uprooted it can cause you to abandon relationships it can cause you to abandon church it can cause you to abandon it can cause you to totally be walking living dead if you never deal with your thoughts 
That's why it's dangerous hanging around folks or giving your heart to folks with ungodly thoughts as a as, as, as a as a as a thing in their life. Everybody has bad thoughts coming across their mind. Remember? Push the old lady. Somebody ever say something to you? What came out your mouth wasn't what you thought. You wanted to. Right? Somebody flip you off while you're driving? In your mind? You did that. When people ride my bumper, I want to hit my, sometimes I'll do it. I hit my brakes to back them up off me. Back up off me. Everybody has thoughts, but not everybody battle their thoughts. Most people surrender to their thoughts because they accept it as a part of humanity. Too much mindfulness of the wrong things can create a nest full of mess that will kill, steal, and destroy your whatever, your family, your career, your relationship with the Lord, your witness, your praise, your worship, your joy, your peace, your prayer life. You know when you was on fire. You know when you was in that devotion. You know when you was like hitting it, like committed, man, I'm going to wake up every day and I got this routine. You know when that was. And then you, you begin to pull away. Check your thought life. The mess can't rest on to the next. You got to remember this. You got to remember this. I know it was said last week, but how many people this week let mess rest? Let's reflect back. How many people let themselves have an attitude and justified it? How many people let people with nasty attitudes just hang, just hang out? How many people let somebody steal their energy, their time, their joy? Take a moment and see that situation and say that can't rest here no more. That, that I, I got to be bold about my garden. I have to, I, I can't entertain, I can't let that situation or that person pull me, lure me in to that space. I have to protect my mind. L listen, you guys, mental illness, yes, it's partially science. It's partially chemical. But mental illness hugely is spiritual mental illness is in the air all over the world and when something is in the air and when something let me tell you something mental illness is contagious if you don't protect your mind Just because you know Jesus does not make you exempt. 
from losing your mind if you choose to sit on the sidelines how do you say that how many pastors have killed themselves due to mental illness preaching to you every single week counseling encouraging you but something up here didn't click for them worship leaders You think you could just sit in this world as it goes amok, as it goes crazy, and just be entertained. The devil is at work. Let me ask you this. When someone goes fishing, is it them actually getting in the water, putting a hook in the fish's mouth? Or does the hook bite the bait? I mean, did the fish bite the bait? Okay. All the enemy can do is... And here go you. Attitude. <laughs> Forgive me, Lord. I'm sorry, God. <laughs> you got what? Hooked. It's not him. He's just fishing. And then the same picture. Oh, got you. And he lures you. And then here goes the pastor. Hey, let me get you off of that hook. <sighs> You try to control me. Okay? Praying for you. Hey, I, I love you, man. You you sure? Let me. Oh. <gasps> uh, you're just too legalistic. Alright, I'm here for you though. Have coffee with Elder John and Elder Rose. <laughs> Look, see, because God ain't going to change his boundaries, his word. He's not going to change for you. You're the one caught on the hook. You the one needs somebody to get you off the hook. But some people find. <laughs> God know a heart. I tithe though. God got to rescue me off this hook. And then you come back to church to the altar. Snaggle tooth. <laughs> Say la. This week are you going to get hooked? Or will you allow the word to hook you? Or will you allow praise to hook you? Will you allow his goodness to hook you? Will you allow your church home to hook you? Will you allow order to hook you? Would you, would you allow repentance to hook you? The mess can't rest. On to the next. Matthew 10. And if anyone doesn't listen to you and rejects your message, when you leave that house or town, shake the dust off your feet. As a prophetic act that you will not take their defilement with you. Do you understand? If, if, if people aren't in agreement with what God says for your life, you have a right to shake the dust off your feet and keep it what? Pushing. 
Look at your neighbor and say, shake it off. You, you, you ready? We have to learn. I like this one. I don't care if you don't like it. To let the mess Aya. Take your mess so you can go higher. I'm just waiting for uh for sister girl over here to put it up so you can see it. You maybe it's not in there. She did it too early, huh? She I don't know what time. Y'all didn't get this? Alright, put it up here. Come on. You took too long. You you did it too early, whoever you was. No, she got the wrong one. You're supposed to get the one that say copy. I give you time. Until then, we're gonna go with this. Let the mess aya. Take your mess so you can go higher. Higher, higher, higher. Higher. Yeah, but you see the you see the you see the trash can. You gotta dump it. Clean out the trash. But you see where the X is. Stop recycling. Yeah, most people think they throw in the trash out, but they hit the blue. They hit the blue basket. Right. Trash. You can't save mess. Oh. Trash it. Don't recycle it. Hey, look. When you when you put recycled items in the trash or trash in the recycled items, the trash man will get upset. I've had him because little Malachi will put stuff in the basket and they'll dock you and give you a ticket. Because what? Right. Recycle means something can be reused, but there's some stuff you don't want to reuse. You can't reuse that relationship. You can't keep desiring to be in that old way of thinking or that old relationship or that old situation. You got to go higher. And let's guess what? You don't do the reusing. Put the recycle stuff in God's hands and let him recycle what he wants to recycle. Give me back. My peace, give me back my joy. Talk to me. Give me back my peace and give me back my joy. Give me back my peace and give me back my joy. One more time. Give me back my peace and give me back my joy. Look at your neighbor and say, don't mess with me. First Peter says, casting the whole of your care. All right, who got some paper? Who got paper? Everybody got paper. Everybody get a piece of paper, not a tiny piece of paper. Big piece of paper. Amen. Casting the whole of your what? Care. The whole thing. Remember last week when we ripped the piece of paper off? It just we ripped a little piece. Not a piece, but the whole. The whole thing. The whole thing. The whole shebang. The whole thing. The whole thing. All your anxiety, or do it say a little bit? A little bit. All 
of your anxiety. All your worries. Man, we about to do this 40-day fast, and some going to do 50, and I can't wait. I want to make sure we fast every day. Not just eat well every day. But be intentional about getting in the word. Be intentional about saying no. Being intentional about saying not today. Being intentional about saying get away. All your worries, all your concerns, and once and what? For all. On him, for he cares for you affectionately. I want you to write down that one thing that keeps on plaguing you. And you know it's mental because you pray about it. You even try to do stuff. You shout about it. But it's still there. I need you to write it. What is plaguing your mind? And if you got people looking on your paper, you could cover it. What is plaguing your mind? And I want you to be honest with yourself. Do you know how many people have thoughts of dying every day? I'm talking about Christians. I'm talking about in this room. I'm not talking about your purpose. I'm not talking about suicidal thoughts. I'm talking about just the thought of death. If Am I going to live long? And thoughts that come. If not death, for sure sickness. How many thoughts that plague our mind? Yeah, I was swimming the other day. And I was like, you know, stretching out. I just had a crazy thought like a beam was going to come out the sky and cut my body in half where did that come from I ain't on drugs I'm not evil I don't be cussing I don't do nothing like where did that thought come from and then you keep swimming and you like oh I'm, I'm still here these thoughts come you go to bed with, with crazy thoughts and you wake up you got to wake up celebrating and realizing that these thoughts are not a reality, but it's the enemy. What? But also what you got to do is you got to pay attention to these doors. Who do you engage with or who's around you or who do you keep pouring into? And it's like pouring into a stone wall or ceiling. I share it with you this morning. You are not obligated to keep pouring into people that will not listen and obey the word of God. You are not obligated. Free yourself from family, friends, co-workers when you are out of your love trying to share the good news with them, trying to hold accountable, but they will not listen and they're bucking against the system. You are free from that. Eventually, that weight will crush you crush you the Lord says he has called you to be fruitful I'm telling you man these these thoughts this is how I got to this I'm not going to go into too much detail but over the last few weeks or over the last several years there's been these like waves of just thoughts that bombard me Specifically about death. Specifically, not suicidal thoughts. Because I'm loving my life. I'm loving doing what I'm doing. 
But what I understand is when you are actually impacting the world, especially when it comes to souls, it is literally a battlefield. The enemy wants to take anybody out that is impacting people for the kingdom of God. Now, what we have to learn to do is not take these thoughts, number one, as our thoughts. But number two, we also can't let these thoughts nest. I mean, I, mean, I get up in three, you know, you roll over and you kind of wake up. And you wake up and you just, you feel panic around you. You feel whatever. Some people get, some people have sexual dreams that attack them at nighttime. It ain't you being nasty. It is called incubus, succubus. It, it is literal stuff that comes to attack you at night. Psalms talk about the terror at night. Around the 12 o'clock hour, between 12 and 3 a.m., that's when witches and warlocks and extreme dark things happen and, and are working. It's no accident that the freaks come out at night. There used to be a song called The Freaks Come Out at Night, and it ain't just talking prostitution. You walk the streets, you walk alleys, and you see what's lurking at night. Homicides, when most of them happen, night. And so what you got to understand, man, I, I'm not going back to, I'm not going to lay in my bed with these thoughts. I'm going to get up and I don't care. My wife would be like, babe, you okay? Yeah, yeah I'm just going to take a walk outside. I'm switching my atmosphere at the same time I'm speaking the word of God. Father, you had told me that you have promised me that you will satisfy with long life. You will satisfy me. We satisfy me. That's why we need to mobilize the word. You may not, you may not remember a scripture, but you'll remember it if it's in a song. It's how you learned your ABCs. You got to switch it. You got to speak it. But also after a while, you got to share it. You got to tell somebody who walks in authority. You can't tell another depressed person and just have a nice conversation because y'all relate to each other. No, you need to you need to talk to somebody that's going to pray kingdom with you and that's going to pray faith with you. Right. And you got to wage war on that. And so no matter what the thoughts, some thoughts, they just funny because you like, yeah, right. But when the enemy is trying to suffocate you, when the enemy is trying to wear you down. You can only have those thoughts day after day, night after night for so long, year after year. And that's where people snap. And then you go to a hospital and guess what? Psychiatrist diagnosed you. Now you're on medication. And then you got to go through a process of finding the right medication. Then there's side effects. Deal with your thoughts. If they're not of agape, they're not of God. Now take that paper. And you're going to ball it up. Now for me, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Because I got the word. And I got the Lord. And I, got, I, got, I got people around me that speak the word. I got people praying for me. But I also got people praying on me. Also, you also got people praying against you. you all, I, nobody's spending time praying against you. You might not be on your knees praying against. But whenever you speak against, you're praying against. 
and then anybody that's on the front line when you're constantly pouring out look I, I gave this description to someone Sion I didn't give it to Sion but I gave it to someone Sion you imagine and I love it it's what I'm called to do you pour out and it's not like you get many people that pour in you not only pour out but you also get dumped into council sessions great love it man and that's why it's it's so rewarding to a pastor when people actually listen because it that's lifting their hands up when you pour and also people take and then also people pour their mess in you that's why you can't be left in your phone with only people you lead Ball it up. I want you to put it in somebody else's hands. They're not going to open it. Don't worry about it. You don't need to know what it is. You can stand. You can sit. However you want to do it. I just want you to take a moment and pray for your neighbor. freedom freedom boldness Lord he's doing it sound mind Power, love, and sound mind. Sound mind. Sound mind. Ten more seconds. Sound mind. Sound mind. In Jesus' name. Amen. And whoever, whoever tossed you their paper, I want you to pray for them the rest of the week. Pray for them the rest of the week. It don't got to be long. Just pray for them the rest of the week. Last thing I'm going to ask you to do before I continue. What I want you to do is I want you to take that prayer. And however far you need to come to, I want you to throw it at the altar. Because he said, cast all. So it's just a little act of faith. Now look, if you're not ready to let it go. So ask your neighbor, whoever threw it to you. Just say, do I have permission to throw it away for you? Or do you want it? I could give it back. Do, do we got anybody that said they want it back? Nope. All right, cool. So if you got to get it, I just want to make sure it's around here, okay? So just go ahead, come up, toss it, release it in Jesus' name. Okay, don't hit me. Okay, somebody threw that too fast. Somebody trying to hit me. Can we make sure they all at the altar? Can we make sure they all at the altar? Let's go stretch your hands up this way. Father, we thank you. We thank you in the name of Jesus, Lord God, that we have cast the whole of our cares upon you, Lord God. 
we take back the territory of our minds in Jesus name Lord God we come against night terrors we come against sexual perversion Lord God we bind the enemy now in Jesus name we thank you Lord God that you did not give us the spirit of fear but of power love and a sound mind Lord God we declare Lord God that the enemy has to now loosen the grips of our mind Lord God we call our flesh in alignment with your word for the flesh profits nothing but your word is spirit and life and so right now Lord God we put the enemy under our feet we tell our flesh to align with your will and your way now in Jesus name we declare when we lie down to take a nap or sleep for the night we experience sweet rest in Jesus name sweet rest belongs to me come on sweet rest belongs to me sweet dreams belong to me profitable dreams edifying dreams edifying thoughts come now kingdom thoughts come now in Jesus name you are always good and we shall see your goodness we will not have to battle these reckless thoughts all the days of our lives we declare victory in our mind in Jesus name Keep a sober mind. The best way to do that is in his presence. Look at your neighbor and say, I need you whole. I need you whole. Proverbs 12 says, anxious fear brings depressions. depression. How does anxious fears bring? When you allow anxiety to nest, eventually depression is down the street. You got to hear it. You can't just take Tylenol for anxiety. But a life-giving word of encouragement can do wonders to what? Restore what? Joy to the heart. That's why you need people around you that speak the what? Word. Say, look up. up. One more time. Say, look up. up. Isaiah 26 says, you will guard him. Or her and keep him or her in perfect and constant what peace perfect and constant what peace one more time perfect and constant what peace perfect wholeness you have the right to a whole mind you have the right to go through a day without a mental breakdown you have a right to not be double-minded you have a right to not have a short-circuited mind you have a right to not lose your memory Lord in the name of Jesus restore memory now in Jesus name I come against forgetfulness I come against double-mindedness in Jesus name I come against clog a cloudy memory and thought life fuzziness perfect and constant sharp minds in Jesus name perfect and constant peace constant whose mind but this is where it's at whose mind both its inclination and its character how you act how you talk represents your mindset it's not just, oh, you talking uh, churchanese or, or what do you call it? Christianese, man. Get out of here with all that. Amen. How you going to title talking the word? You mean I'm talking life? You mean I'm aligning my tongue with what God say? If that's Christianese, then I'm going to talk Christianese. What you talking? Disease, right? Disease. 
We always got a title for something when it's calling us to actually be like Christ. Say who's mine, both inclinations and its character. So you can't just talk about what you want to be like. You actually got to do the work to change your mind, which means you have to make different decisions. It stayed on what? You. So I have to act like my mind is on him. You can't put your mind on him and put your flesh on something else. <laughs> okay. If my mind is on him and my character is on him, I can't just be a fan of the world. I can't just be the fan of any artist. My character has to align with my mind and my mind got to align with my character. And that's why we don't see results is because we, we say one thing, but there's not a heart and a mouth correlation. You can't say you want freedom, but hang out in bondage. You can't do it. Stop fooling yourself. Just say, I enjoy sin. I enjoy the world. But then here's a scripture for you. It's not Christian eat. Yeah, it is. It's Christian eat. For the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life, it is not of God. It is from the world. Just say, I love being worldly. And then accept it. If I love being worldly, but I say I'm Christian, I'm double-minded, and I'm fooling around with this bipolar. <laughs> and you're wondering why your nerves is bad, your anxiety is bad, and you flush it up and down. You hot one day with Jesus, next day you want to smoke, next day you want a communion, next day you next day you F you and S-H-I-T this and give me some of that and give me some more you all over the place with your faith walk it's because you have not escaped the world so if you want peace in your mind guess what your character gotta be after peace for a season of your life you are gonna have to say I can't go there because I don't have authority over the club if I don't have authority over me. <clears throat> the Bible says because his mind stays on him because he commits himself to you. He leans on and hopes confidently in you. See, we went to a generation where we've been comfortable just being Christians. Anytime somebody call us to being like Christ, like the word tells us to, then they're religious. Now, he didn't save you so you could look the same and stay the same. Your salvation being worked out every day. Is to get you into the image of Christ. Let this same what? Mind be in you that is in Christ. We were made in his what? Image and his what? Likeness. Jesus can go in the club because he had salvation for the loss on his mind. He wasn't enamored. By the people in the club, by the artists. He wasn't enamored. He wasn't in awe of the disciples of the world. 
He came to, according to the word, destroy the works of the world. And here we are up in there. Just it, it's nothing wrong. See, you got to get authority over your life and stuff. See, I'm sorry if I'm the one calling you to a higher place. I'm only echoing the word of God. So trust in the Lord yourself to him. Commit yourself to him. Lean on him. Hope confidently in him. How long? Forever. For the Lord God is an everlasting rock. The rock of the ages. He says, for I know the thoughts and the plans that I have for you. Let's look. Let's look, Danny, what his thoughts are. Thoughts and plans for what? Welfare and what? Peace. All we think is his plan is wealth and, and, and his plan is a big house and his plan is to get out of debt. His plan for you is peace. <laughs> Bible says pursue peace. Guess what his promise starts with? Peace. That's why he is the prince of peace, not the prince of the mansion the prince of peace not the prince of the 401k not the prince of six digits not the prince of he is the prince of peace you can't have heaven on earth without peace and not for what evil to give you hope in your what final outcome when I think of you this is what God says when I think of you I see peace He said, I'm mindful of you. When he sees you, he sees you at your best when you have shalom. Not not, not just happy. Shalom is peace, nothing missing, nothing broken, wholeness in every area of your life. Say peace. We got to laugh. Job says that he will yet fill your mouth with laughter. Fill your mouth with laughter. Fill your mouth with laughter. Say, fill me up. We see in Genesis last week that Sarah, God made Sarah what? Laugh. And it says, all who hear will laugh with me. In Psalm 126, we laughed and laughed. Say, we laughed and laughed. And overflowed with what? gladness we were left shouting for what joy and singing your what praise look all the nations saw our first our first part of our mission is to love what all nations we can't love all nations when we give them depression a part of you loving all nation is being an extension of joy peace and grace and faith and love and happiness and gladness and satisfaction in Jesus and join in saying the Lord has done great miracles look for them how did they see the miracles on them they saw their joy it's one thing to be lost and found it's another thing to be in darkness and and then go to joy joy unspeakable is about to hit you we got to learn to laugh in spite of 
The enemy hates when you laugh in spite of. What's a laugh without peace? What's a laugh without peace? <laughs> Thank you, sir. What's a laugh without peace? You laugh at church and you go home heavy. What's a laugh without peace? That's why I will never show up to church and not get what I can get on my pillow empty. Right? The focus that I have to have is from 6 a.m. when I get up until maybe 1 a.m. when I, because even when I go home, guess what I got to do? I got to minister to my household. I can't just pour out and pour out and pour out. I get home and my kid want a hug or, or my, 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 my wife ask me to put the, 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 the kid to sleep. I can't be like, babe, I was serving people all day. Come, can you do that? The Lord says, I get my nourishment from doing the will. What's a laugh without peace? Need a couple scriptures for peace and we will peace out. Romans 5 says, therefore, since we are justified, acquainted, declared righteous and given a right standing with God through what? Faith. Through what? Faith. Let us grasp the fact that we have the peace of reconciliation to hold and to enjoy. Peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the anointed one. I want you to see something. There's a difference between peace with God and peace the peace of God see the, the difference is peace with versus peace of one is like stone and the other is like the ocean peace with God has been given to us we have peace we have been made righteous through Christ so God has no beef with us so we have peace with God. But he did not die for you not to have the peace of God. Why stop at peace with God? Why be satisfied with having a church on? Why be satisfied with just going to heaven and not having heaven on earth? You got peace with God, but he's desiring you to have the peace what? Of God. And why is it like an ocean? Because you waver and your peace is tossed to and fro. It's no plan B. That's why we're talking about tonight going from yes to I do. It's important. When you remain at engagement, you're like an ocean. You got to settle in yourself. My call is no greater than yours. My relationship with the Lord, he don't love me more than you. But many are called, few are chosen. He doesn't choose few. He calls many, but few choose him. Few choose his way. We have been justified by grace through faith. So we have peace with God because we've been justified by God, by grace through faith. But you just can't stop at with God because with God is simply because he has chosen to see you through Christ. 
But you have to obtain peace, the peace of God, by having faith in Jesus and walking in Jesus and becoming like Jesus. And this same mind that is in Jesus, you let it be in you. <laughs> we can't have peace with God. Living in what God doesn't have peace with. Not everything and everybody has peace with God. How many places you go? Yeah, you see that. That don't have peace with God. Now you go in a place that doesn't have peace with God. And most of the people in there don't have peace with God. And you wonder why your peace is disturbed. Especially when you are in covenant with people. You love what God hates. God loves everybody, but he hates sin. I know, I know. This is Christianese. The gospel. The high life. Nevertheless. Ephesians 4. The Holy Spirit of God has sealed you in Jesus Christ until you experience your full salvation. Wait a minute, I thought the day I received Jesus, it was full. No, 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 no. You got a gym membership and you started the gym membership out of shape. Just because you got the gym membership don't make you fit. <laughs> It don't, it don't make you fit, right? It's full because every day from the day you got your gym membership, you now start utilizing the resources and living off the resources of that membership. You were saved. Yes, at the end result, you going to heaven to be with the Lord. Okay? But you on earth are to work out your salvation. That's why the just shall live by what? Faith. Every day I am renewing my mind because I'm working it out. I'm working out the old and I am bringing in the new. And his spirit lives in you so that is possible. You are working, and you said, until you experience the full salvation. What's a part of full salvation? Peace. Man, if you don't got peace, you're not experiencing salvation. You're not, I'm here to tell you, you're not experiencing salvation. You might be saved, but you ain't experiencing salvation. Living on the edge every day. Worrying about tomorrow. Easily offended. You're not experiencing salvation. Peace. Here you go. You ready? The Holy Spirit of God has sealed you. So never grieve the Spirit of God. Or take for granted... His holy influence in your life. Lay aside bitter words. Temper tantrums. Revenge. Uh-oh. Profanity. It's not Christianese. It's Bible. If the Holy Spirit has truly uh, taken over your life, it changes the way you talk. You apologize when you cuss. And then you stop cussing. Holy Spirit comes to radically change your life. 
But are you letting him? Or are you hearing the sideliners tell you what religion is and what religion isn't? And making you turn against people and switch your perspective to people that God has placed in your life to call you higher. Maybe you're here because God didn't call you to be regular. Sorry you never played for a championship team, but maybe you're here because God wanted to put you in an atmosphere where you was coached by a champion. Somebody who was experienced 16,000 people yelling at them. Trying to shoot baskets and free throws while people shouting out racist stuff. It may, may be that God is counting it all joy and he's working it all together and he's calling you higher. He may not send you somewhere where you agree with everything. That's a dangerous place to go. Where everything you agree with. Well, you're not challenged. <laughs> That's why racism and prejudice robs people from growth and transformation. Because you aren't meant to learn everything from people you look like, sound like, smell like. So never grieve the spirit of God or take for granted his holy influence in your life. He is trying to influence you and you should not take that for granted. You should not be moved more by some dude saying you look hot or somebody winking at you or somebody giving you attention. You should not be moved by somebody liking your picture on Facebook or looking at your story more than the Holy Spirit who is walking with you. How often do we waste our time looking for influence, looking at, looking up to influencers, overlooking the influencer? <laughs> and if he can't influence you, you can't influence the world. Not in a God way. Look, look, influence in your life. Lay aside bitter words, temper tantrums. <laughs> I'm going to go somewhere that gives me my way. And I'm going to bully you until you do what I want you to do. Revenge. Look, little kids ain't the only ones that, no, 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 that's true. Little kids is the only ones that have tantrums. Every way ain't yours to get. You would not be happy if you got your way all the time. Trust me. Right, what's, what fun is it lifting 10 pound weights? Just be up there like this. No kind of resistance, no kind of challenge. <laughs> you don't want to get in a relationship where the person don't have a backbone. You don't want to be, you don't want to do that. And that's why I love God. He corrects who he loves. And I believe if I was to put the word together, God is correcting you so you can have peace. God is trying to disturb your version of peace. Yeah. Write it down. If God cannot interrupt your version of peace, it will be hard to have his peace. Revenge, profanity, and what? Insults. Can, can I challenge us to grow up a little bit? Sarcastic humor ain't the business. You know, there's some countries, like you go to Australia, and it's like their sense of humor is sarcastic. Passivity and pa being passive aggressive. <laughs> and, uh, 
What it, what it is, it's insulting the people. But it's also this passive-aggressive sense of humor. It'd be careful what humor you adopt. Right? Always trying to grow. Always. Lord, take, that, take foul stuff out of me. I'm going to start with myself. Will I be sarcastic one day in my lifespan? I'm, I might. But, I'm, but I want to always try. I want to always try and be mindful of ungodly ways. Because there does come a time where the Lord will say, come up off of that. Because this way got you this far. Maybe sarcasm got you through a very hurtful season in your life. And you dealt with pain being sarcastic. But maybe you're around a bunch of lovers now, people you can trust. Sometimes sarcasm is a wall. It's not authentic. It's a way you protect yourself and keep yourself from going deeper. Because I'm afraid to actually really laugh and admit that you're really funny. Because the last funny person in my life, the last person I looked at as a hero, left. Next. The Amplify says, let no foul, no, 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 I'm sorry. Let no foul or polluting language. Okay? This is in context now through the Amplify. Let no word foul is also speaking death. When people try to back you up off of Christianese, they saying it's okay to talk foul. It's okay to declare sickness. It's okay to declare death. It's okay to declare poverty. It's okay to speak negative. Come on, why are you speaking that church stuff? Let no foul or polluting language. Polluting language. Polluting language. Nor evil word nor unwholesome or worthless talk ever come out of your mouth no ever but only such speech as is good and beneficial to the spiritual progress of others that's why when you don't deal with your soul you deliver bitterness and venom and death. A lot of our music, it's not to our spiritual progress. It got swag. It's catchy, but catchy doesn't mean fruitful. As is fitting to the need and the occasion. Boom. That it may be a blessing and give grace, God's favor to those who hear it. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit. Oh, how we talk grieves the Spirit. Of God. Do not offend or vex or sadden him. Oh, the Holy Spirit actually really a person. He's not the third little thing on the, on the Trinity thing. I can grieve the spirit. You know that heaviness you feel in? When last time you considered the spirit is there to influence you and you've ignored him? Let me, let me give you a little nugget. Maybe it's not your sadness. Maybe it's him sad in you. 
because you keep forgetting about him. And maybe when you start walking with him and letting him walk with you, you'll feel the joy and peace that he came to give you. <laughs> no child likes to be ignored. You ever have somebody, you're like, what's wrong? You're trying to get your attention. And eventually, if they can't get your attention, they seek it in negative ways. By whom you were sealed, marked, branded as God's own secured for the day of redemption. Of final deliverance through Christ from evil and the consequences of sin. Here we go again. Let all bitterness and indignation and wrath, passion, rage, bad temper. Passion ain't always a good thing. Passion can be rage. Passion can be passion, rage, bad temper and resentment. Let it anger, animosity, beef. We're in a culture that thrives on beef. It's good sales. And I hate hearing our young people and even our grown young people talk about the beef in culture. Did you see what's her name? She was upset at, at Tom Ford. You see Iggy Azalea, she was mad at Molly Cyrus. Did you see they got divorced and that, that and all they do is give us trash and guess what we do? We eat it up. <laughs> we eat it up. Animosity, quarreling, brawling, clamor, contention, and slander. Evil speaking, abusive, or blasphemous language. Be banished from you with all malice, spite, ill will, or baseness of any kind. It grieves the spirit. Foul spirits always grieve the spirit. A foul spirit should never go uncontested. Father, today we push back against foul language, painful language. Lord, we ask that you free us and deliver us, heal us in our bitter places, our frustrating places, our ill places. Lord, today we take back authority over our mind. And we declare, Lord, that our mind belongs to you. Holy Spirit, we repent. We're grieving you, not paying attention, not allowing you to do what you came to do. You sealed us. You're holding us. You're keeping us. The spirit of grace spirit of peace the spirit of love you've come to enrich our lives forgive us for looking elsewhere for of affirmation forgive us for looking elsewhere for quality and forgive us for looking elsewhere for satisfaction may we drink from the well that never runs dry I declare Lord we drink from living water we drink living water today 
and stop sipping the cup of culture and sipping the cup of the world so that we can influence the world, influence the culture, transform the culture. And may we be more in awe of you. We're all out of time, but we're never out of word. Tune in to the next message from Pastor Terrence Richmond and visit our website, Love Quest Church.